Hello, and welcome to Tammy for a Change. I think you're going to really enjoy episode number four with Lisa Anderson. Please feel free to subscribe and like us. We love the love. Now enjoy the next episode. Hello, Lisa. Hello, Tammy. Oh, it's so good to talk to you. Welcome to Tammy for a Change. Thanks for having me. This is so exciting that we finally got this to work. <laughs> yes, it is. It only took a few tries. <laughs> For the <laughs> listeners, the, we're in a learning process. So uh, we had a few trials and tribulations to get this one going. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's snowing here in Wisconsin. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you'll have that. <laughs> yes. So I would just like to start, if you don't mind, Lisa, by you telling us a little bit about yourself. Well, what can I say about Lisa? Um, I'm a wife, a mother, a grandmother. That's my absolute favorite role in life. Amen. Um, Um, I would say that my faith is at the core of who I am. I'm also a cancer survivor. Um, what else could I say about me? That's a lot to say. <laughs> it is a lot. <laughs> and some of it's probably hard to say, in fact. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's good, It's good, but it's also things that you've gone through that have been very, very difficult. Yes. Big challenges so, in life sometimes. Absolutely. And... You know, that's part of what this is all about, I think. Um, part of it is just about lifting each other up and and also, of course, being the change we wish to see in the world. And I'm just wondering, how do you, how do you lift yourself up when you go through those dark times, those trials in life, those struggles? Um, well, I think first and foremost, my faith was at the... Um, core of keeping me lifted up um also I had really great friends that came alongside me um and you know the little things like sending cards um a phone call um stopping in with a plate of chocolate chip cookies (laughs) um or you know, the friend who um, I'm talking to that <laughs> would show up on my doorstep and say, um, I just want to be here for you and allowed me to cry, um, allowed me to wallow <laughs> until I was to a point where I could um, realize there was life and light at the end of the tunnel. And those are the things that, that really pulled me through. That's awesome. Do you want to talk a little bit about um, some of your struggles? Absolutely. Um, You know, knowing that I was going to be talking to you, I thought it would be important to talk about lifting people up during the dark times because sometimes we're still disconnected. We want to help people. We want to lift them up, but from a safe distance. And it can be hard to to actually be present and be a part of the struggle or allow people to be ugly and unhappy and still love them. Um, 
because it's going to happen. Wow. Life can, can struggle. That's very powerful. I just want to kind of reiterate that just a little bit, what you just said, that you said, you know, sometimes it's hard to connect with that person when you know that they're going through that time. And I just wanted to repeat that because I think it's so important for people to hear that it is sometimes really hard to show up because you don't know what to do. And sometimes just doing anything is the difference, makes all the difference. Absolutely. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt, but I really wanted to repeat that. That's powerful. Yeah. Um, And I think, you know, people get prickly, myself included, when things are rough and it, it really, you have to realize that where they're coming from, you know, it's not about you. It's, it's what they're going through and they really do need you to, to love them, to just let them be ugly and unhappy and um, be a listening ear just let them know you're praying for them, that you're there for them, if there's anything you can do. Um, I have a wonderful friend that taught me how to do that. And um, I really appreciated that in the hard times in my life. Amen. You know, I, again, I just want to repeat some things that you said. I've said that to people before in my life. You know, what can I do for you? And I said, just love me through it. Just love me through it. I don't know how I'm going to be. <laughs> I might, I might yeah. be ugly. I might, you know, not be the best friend right now, but just love me through it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's strength. There's strength in that. Absolutely. And healing. And healing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes when you're trying to help the other person, you're the one being healed. Isn't that the truth? And I absolutely true. I think there's you and I both know for the listeners, we have been friends since, um, is it sophomore year in high school? I believe it was our sophomore year in high school, which was a long time ago, (laughs) long, long time ago. (laughs) We have children that have since been through sophomore year in high school and are now adults and have children of their own. So (laughs) Yes. <laughs> it's been a while. So we're lifelong friends and we've had these conversations before and it is just immensely powerful that when you're going through t- some of the toughest things in your life and Lisa and I have actually gone been through marriages mm. and deaths and births mm. and cancers. And I'm saying that as plural on many of those things. Yeah. <laughs> Divorce. Yeah. Um, there, there have been so many things and we have had phone conversations and we always called our, our phone conversations, our save the world chats, because that's right. we felt like we covered everything. And, you know, if it were up to us, we could just save the world with one of our phone conversations. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I'm going to go back to, you said your faith lifts people, lifts yourself up and that is at the core and your friends and many other things, but can you, can you go back to that? Can we just circle back to that a little bit? Yes. Um, so I would say, you know, when, when I'm really feeling down, um, 
when I'm overwhelmed by my circumstances or, or even just the little things that pile up during the day. Um, some of the things that, that really help me, um, prayer, number one, journaling is huge for me. Um, that just helps me sort out my thoughts and my feelings. And usually by the time I'm, I'm done writing everything down, um, everything seems right in the world once again. <laughs> so when you journal, Lisa, is it like just basically event session on paper or is it more of gratitude or is it a mixture of a lot of different things? Um, it's definitely a mixture. Uh, sometimes I do just need to vent. But one thing that helps me is realizing that let's say down the road when I've passed away and somebody's reading this, do I want it to be simply a bunch of negative thoughts and feelings? That's not how I want my life to be read after I'm gone. So I, I throw gratitude into it, um, resolutions to some of those, those ugly thoughts and feelings, you know, and I'll put it on paper you know, this is the way I'm feeling, but this is my perception and what does it really mean? And I, I try to bring it around to gratitude and resolution and learning and growing and, and not just a bunch of negative, venting, ugly thoughts on paper. Wow, that's really incredible that you think about that when I'm gone, what what kind of a legacy, what kind of a a record in life am I leaving by my journaling and that, that's very powerful stuff I'm I just think that's awesome that that comes across because I know in my past I've tried to journal and there have been times when I'll be honest it was some ugly stuff I put down there <laughs> and then I usually wanted to throw that journal away because I didn't want to leave that that record <laughs> I have burned some journals for that reason. <laughs> it needs to go up and smoke. <laughs> there's, there's probably some healing in that too. Absolutely true. <laughs> so tell me, how do you lift others? What are, what are some things that you do to lift others? Well, I think on a daily basis, um, I, I try to lift other people up by simply greeting them smiling, making eye contact, really, you know, asking how are you doing and then really listening to what they have to say. Um, I look for opportunities to compliment them sincerely. Um, ways that I can encourage them. Um, anything I can do to help, you know, I... I think staying aware of, of what people are saying and not saying when I'm conversing with them, mm, you know, if that's someone's, good. yeah, because um, a lot of times, you know, we come off with the pat answers and I'm doing fine, but if they're looking down at the ground and their shoulders, shoulders are rolled forward and you can tell they're just not happy, is there something else I can do for them to kind of lift them up and encourage them? Well, you know what I what I hear in all of that, you said a lot of different things, but what I hear in all of it is you really try to see people for what's 
for who they really are. Yeah. What is really going on with them, who they really are, what they're going through. You, you, you see them. And there's, I was just reading this, um, this article and it was called the difference between seeing and looking. And Mm -hmm. I just, this kind of goes right along with what we're talking about, that you can look at people all day long, but are you really seeing them? Mm, That's good. Uh, another thing that I feel like we do as we look at others, and, and I feel like everybody does it, and I don't know that there's ever going to be a time that we just stop doing it, but I've talked about it before, and I, I just want to still get other people's views of how to not do this, and that's comparing ourselves. Comparison mm-hmm. is the thief of joy. We look at somebody else, and we think, well, we maybe, you know, don't have the the house that they have, or we don't have the car they have, or that we don't have the looks they have, or whatever. And I just am asking, what do you do to keep yourself from comparing yourself to others? What are the strategies that you use? That is such a great question, because that, I think, is such a challenge for most everybody. It is. Yeah, I, I think it's been a lifelong challenge for me. I think um, at the core of it, for me, is realizing that we, each and every one of us, is uniquely created for a purpose. We have our strengths and we have our weaknesses. And for me, realizing that I am not going to be perfect at everything and accepting that, that was probably my biggest challenge and my biggest turning point because... That way I can, you know, I'm not good at, um, let's say, memorizing numbers, but my friend is great at it. <laughs> and so I am going to celebrate her strength in that and be happy for her that she can do that. And I'm going to celebrate the fact that, you know, I'm good at drawing a picture of a cat. <laughs> Um, and I think it's a daily challenge. I mean, you have to really capture those thoughts when they come up in your head. Oh, I don't, I don't look as good as her, or, um, I don't have that talent or that gift. Right. Oh, I wish I had this. Yes. One of the things we've talked about before, I know this has come up in our conversations in the past, and that's everybody has a thing that they wish was different. I mean, whether it's physical or not physical, we could name a million of them, you know? Oh, I wish I had a smaller nose. Oh, I wish I had smaller hips. Oh, I wish I had a smaller waist. Oh, I wish I had perfect teeth. Oh, I wish I had her hair, whatever it may be. And and I'm, I'm positive guys are the same way. I'm positive guys are probably only they're probably talking about I wish I had his truck. <laughs> I wish I would have got the big buck or whatever. Yeah, the big buck or or new tires or geez, he's got a nice ATV or a motorcycle, whatever. Right. <laughs> but what you said about that is I think, you know, is so encouraging and so powerful is and that's celebrate each other's successes that's that's mm-hmm. a not only a lift each other up moment but that's a 
be the change you want to see in the world moment. Celebrate each other's successes. Yes. And there's, it's just like when there's power in gratitude that makes you feel more grateful. There's also power in celebrating someone else's successes and seeing that joy on their face. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Turning envy into admiration. Ooh. Ooh, I love that. Turn your envy yeah. into admiration. That's, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> I love that. Um, I'm writing that down, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> that is terrific. Um, <laughs> so one of the other things that I think, along with celebrating other people's successes, is random acts of kindness. And so I would like to ask you, what is the last random act of kindness that you did for someone else? And also, what is the last random act of kindness you did for yourself? Hmm. Well, the last random act of kindness, you know, there's, there's the little things. And I don't know if you'd really call them random acts of kindness or just common courtesies, but um Things like the little old lady in the grocery store that asked me if I can help her find something, even though I don't work there. <laughs> or um, Isn't seeing... it funny how that happens? That happens it to is. me every time I go, I swear. It's Somebody because will ask you have a yes something. face. A yes face. Yes. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> People can tell that you want to help. <laughs> I like that. Um, or, you know, like the elderly gentleman, um, at the post office who's got severe arthritis and I help him fill out his, his shipping label, even though, you know, they're kind of cautious about us doing too much to help customers because, you know, time is of the essence. Oh, sure. Um, but, um, probably the, the bigger thing that I did more recently is I had heard about an account, uh, an acquaintance who was diagnosed with cancer and he was a single gentleman, his sole source of income. And, um, I don't, don't live close to him physically. So there wasn't like anything I could do personally, but I did have the opportunity to, um, make a monetary donation anonymously. So he didn't feel like he was beholden to me in any way, but Aww. You know, able to send something to kind of offset the financial burden that cancer can bring. Absolutely. Yeah. And we, we know all too well how big of a burden cancer can have on a family or a person. Yes. Yes, yes we do. So, so what about for yourself? For myself? Um, well, this probably isn't so random, but... <laughs> <laughs> Um, for me, I think the kindest thing that I can do for myself is to unplug, you know, no phone, uh, no internet, um, no TV, just get outside, get into the woods, um, take a hike, enjoy nature, just have some of that quiet alone time where, you know, it just helps me sort out my thoughts, um, Everything feels right with the world after I'm, I'm done with the hike. Um, and for me, that's, that's just a, the act of kindness that I need that feeds my soul. 
I get it. That's awesome. And I totally agree. I think getting in touch with nature is a true natural therapy. There's mm-hmm. something about being in touch with nature, just getting out and walking, just getting out and listening to the nothing for a while is so yeah. powerful. And, and some sunshine. Yes. Oh, man, we need some of that. <laughs> yeah. We were just talking about that today. Oh, we haven't had any for a while. It feels feels like we need some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's great. I think it's I think everybody should hear that too, that just to unplug once in a while. I think we all need more of that in the world. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, just unplug for a while and and just be maybe journal, maybe think about, you know, a gratitude journal, maybe think about what you can do for yourself. Maybe it's not, maybe it's not outside, but just to, just to be in the moment. Yes, that's great. So what this is, this whole podcast was kind of born because as I am on social media years ago, I kept seeing all these negative things. And I'm thinking, oh, it seems like every time I go on there, somebody is saying something negative or complaining about something or whatever. And so I decided that the way to counteract that was every time I saw something negative, I would post two positive things. And that kind of grew into this, as you know. Yes. (laughs) So that was kind of how this was born. But what what speaks to Lisa's heart? What do you personally think the world needs more of? Mm. Well, it's funny you should talk about social media because that that's huge. That is our biggest platform as regular folks in the world. And that is, uh, for me too, it, it was a big deal. I would see so much, not just negativity, but untruth. Mm. Um, they, the things that would be posted that were, there was no truth founding it. I, I remember going and, you know, checking out Snopes and different, <laughs> yes. different avenues. Just, is this for real? And, and it wasn't, and people would just mindlessly repost and, um, and the negative comments on, on happenings that would turn so ugly. Um, so that, that definitely was a big thing for me um, in our social media, in our um, our avenues to communicate with people, being truthful and kind and um, gracious, um, and not just social media. I think in our our everyday life, whether it's you know with our own family, especially. Um, but with the people that we meet, whether we work with the public and we're serving customers or we're going to the grocery store or we're in a restaurant, you know, how we treat people is going to have a ripple effect and it's, it's infectious, whether it's kindness or it's unkindness. Um, I think just letting people have a different opinion and still loving them and not feeling the need to be heard above them or try to change their mind and um, loving them where they're at. If, you know, people make mistakes, 
it's letting them make the mistakes. You don't have to sugarcoat it, but um, let them make the mistake and help them learn from it. And myself included. I mean, I'm certainly not perfect. So I appreciate when someone says, hey, you know, this was wrong, but they don't feel the need to destroy me over it. They want to help me learn and, and guide me through it and want me to come out on top and um, just being loving and kinding and kindness and all of that. Right. I mean, it's so true what you said. You know, I think that as we and, and social media, you know, I don't want to keep beating up on them, but it is true. It's much easier to if I don't agree with you, I'm just going to attack and I'm it's kind of anonymous in a sort of personal way, <laughs> exactly. you know, and so it is true that we we do. And I totally and completely agree with you that we need more in the world of I can ag- disagree with you or I cannot agree with what you are talking, what what you're talking for, what you're representing. But that doesn't mean I don't like you. I, I just don't happen to agree with that, you know, and and I think that is very something that the world definitely needs more of is that we just look at somebody with graciousness and think, you know, they have their own story and they have their story gives them reasons to believe the way that they believe. Just like I have my own story and reasons that I believe the way I believe. And I may not ever even think about agreeing with your stance, but I'm also not going to spread hatred or anger or meanness in the world because I don't agree with you. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for putting that so much more eloquently than I said. <laughs> no, you put it great. I, I'm just trying to expound and drive the point home because I think what you said is so important. Just just like we said, we're trying to be the change. And if and if we're going to be the change, you know, every time I I do a podcast or every time I write a blog or every time I post something on on social media that is a positive thing, you know, right right now especially, I read it two or three or four times and I think to myself, is what I'm putting out there something that is of value? And is it something that, that one if one person looks at it or hears it, and they go, yeah, that's true. I don't have to hate them because I disagree with them. Or I don't have to post something just because I disagree with it. I don't have to do that. I can just disagree with it and keep scrolling. Right. If one person does that, we're being the change that we wish to see in the world. And I think that's amazing. Yeah. And I, I think, too, along with that, um, gratitude, um, the I have to tell you, this past Saturday I was working at the window. I work at the post office for anybody who doesn't know that. Um, so, you know, it's Christmas time. And if you've been at the post office at Christmas time, it is insanely busy. <laughs> so, we had a line out the door, people waiting to mail packages. And this little old lady had been in line for quite some time, and she, you know, probably a good 15 minutes. And she got up to the counter and I said, thank you for your patience for waiting in line. And she's like, oh, no, no problem. And, and I got her taken care of and, and thanked her for her business. 
And she reached across the counter and she touched my hand and she said, thank you for all your hard work and everything. Oh, that is <laughs> precious. Yeah. And it was just like, you know, she could have been so upset and um, angry that she had to wait in line. And instead she chose to be grateful that we were there. We were open. We were um, waiting to help her and willing to do what we could to get her packages sent off. And I, it just, it spoke to my heart because that is something else. I just feel like um, the world needs more of gratitude. And, you know, you mentioned it earlier with, with the gratitude journal. Um, it's so easy to get caught up in what I don't have and what I should have. And it, it just steals so much from you and from the people around you when you're dissatisfied and, and angry. Um, it, it's just so refreshing when you meet somebody that is grateful for what they have. Oh, it is. I just love that. You know, I just saw a post on social media um, on, in one of the groups I'm in, and the person asked if anybody could recommend any good books on happiness, mm-hmm. on how to be more happy. And I, there was a lot of recommendations and different authors and different books. And, you know, somebody said the Bible and, and all of these things. And I even responded. And then I quickly realized my, my error, the error in my ways. And I said, the best book you can have to create more happiness in your life is a gratitude journal. Mm. And I, I truly believe it. You write down every day things that you're grateful for. You're going to find more things to be grateful for, my friends. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely true. And if you focus that, my dad always said this, and I've seen it other places, but, and I don't know where, maybe he made it up. Maybe he read it somewhere himself, but he always said that what you focus on, you'll see more of. Mm. And it's just so powerful and true. If you are going to focus on the negative, guess what? You're going to see it. I guarantee you're going to find it. Sure will. <laughs> but if you focus on the positive and the good things and, and look for good things to be positive in your life or look at it from a different perspective of how can I spin this to be a positive, you're going to find more of that too. Yes. Huge, huge. I love gratitude. It's so powerful and it's so contagious. Yes. Awesome. I haven't asked you this yet and I should ask you, do you have any questions for me, Lisa? Wow. (laughs) I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) Um. Well, you know, I was going to ask you, so what are the changes you would like to see? But I think I know. <laughs> well, you know, it, I just, I just want, and that's the whole point of the podcast is I want to see more of all of it. I want to see more gratitude and more kindness and more optimism and more love and helping others and random acts of kindness. And I truly believe that that those one random act of kindness can change the world. I truly believe that if you 
if you truly believe in something, if you believe that you can help, like I said earlier, one person <laughs> takes yeah. it away and then they make it one, you know, they feel the same way. So they spread it to one person and so on and so on. And, and the ripple gets bigger, the ripple gets bigger, you know? Yes. I, I think that, you know, here's, here's a perfect example, you know, the, the last random act of kindness that I did myself just happened the other day. We, one of my friends passed away unexpectedly Mm. and we went to that person's celebration of life and it was, I believe things happen (laughs) for a reason. And I truly believe that, that everything is orchestrated. So my daughter called and she, this, this person who had passed made these bandanas, these blingy bandanas. And we both had one. And she said, I'm going to wear my blingy bandana because he made it. And I said, yeah, great idea. So I wore my bright orange blingy bandana. Had never even thought of it. I said, wow, great idea. I never thought of it. So I get there and we're there for quite a while, an hour or so. And all of a sudden a woman comes up to me and she says, I love your bandana. He was supposed to make me a blingy bandana and he never got the chance, didn't get it to me. And it was supposed to be bright orange. Well, guess what color mine was bright orange. (laughs) So I took it off of my head and I handed it to her. She said, no, 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 you can't. That's from him. And you want to remember him. And, And I said, that is exactly what he would want me to do. And all the more reason to do it because it's a piece of him and I'm spreading it to someone else. And it, it meant the world to me. And now I get to share that story because of this podcast. So right. the ripple gets bigger. It does. <laughs> the you know, I was gets thinking about that too with um, the last act of kindness, random act of kindness. I was on the receiving end of, um, I was traveling to Oklahoma and I was on the, the tollway and I stopped to pay my toll. And I was informed by the attendant that the person ahead of me paid my toll. Oh, completely, completely blew me away. Um, so sweet. But, you know, of course, I had to pay the person behind me. <laughs> um, yes. And I thought, you know, not only the person ahead of me, I'm sure felt great about doing that. I felt great about doing that. But the smile on the attendant's face was priceless as well. And you know, it's sometimes we don't think about the little, the little sidebars, um, you know, the people that observe these random acts of kindness, like who knows who saw you give that bandana to that person and thinking, oh my gosh, you know, that just, it makes me feel good <laughs> to see her do that. Um, sometimes we don't see just how far reaching that ripple is or, or that it's going in a different direction but I think it is so much more widespread. Oh, I love that. And so true. What a great point to make that you're only thinking about the person that you're touching, but you don't realize all the other ripples, you know, that, that is so great. I just absolutely love that. As you, as you are thinking of the biggest change that you'd like to see in the world, um, 
the thing that speaks to Lisa's heart? We've talked about so many of them, but is there one thing that weighs hardest on your heart of being the biggest change you wish to see in the world? Mm. I, I would have to say it's just the, the love and compassion um, and kindness. I, it really bothers me so much to see the, the, and I, I don't want to say selfishness because I don't think it's even a conscious um, thing with people, but that self-absorption that it's about me and I want to be happy and what can you do for me and um, getting outside your own head and looking outside of yourself and what can I do for other people. Um, I think that would make a huge change in the world, realizing that it's not all about me and I'm going to be happier and other people are going to be happier if I get outside of myself and make it about other people. It's so true. And I think it's important too to kind of go back to um, what you, you had said something earlier about when you're in your darkest spot. And, and that's very true that we, we can get self-absorbed when we're going through dark times Absolutely. And, and we do start thinking, you know, what can you do for me? Sometimes more so when, when we're struggling oh, yes. and, and it is, it's going to, it's going to be more for you. If you're having a bad day, if you're having a struggle, it's even more important for you then to look, look out there and see who you talked about looking and seeing and actually see people. And yeah, you might be having a tough time, but you know what? your neighbor might be having a tougher time or the guy in the grocery store might be having a tougher time or, you know, we, we don't know what their struggles are. Everybody has Absolutely. them. And yeah, that's, that's intense that we need to, everybody, what, whether you're uh, going through something or not, we all need to look at what we can do for other people, how we can show up for them and how we can really truly see them, yeah. how we can celebrate their successes. Like we talked earlier, yeah. how we can turn our envy into admiration. You know, that person that has whatever you're envying, that may be nothing to them because they're going through something else. You know, true? maybe they're, you know, as we know, maybe, maybe they have cancer. Yeah. Maybe their son or their sister just passed away. Yeah. Maybe they had um, losses in their life, or maybe they are struggling financially. I, I know for myself, there have been times when I've seen people struggle when I was struggling <laughs> and I thought, Oh my goodness, I don't, I don't know what I can do to help them, but I just have to. And then I end up, and that's why I say, I feel like everything's orchestrated and everything happens for a reason because almost every single time I've ever maybe taken my last few pennies to give to somebody because they had even less, I've been blessed tenfold. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's just how it works. That's absolutely true. 
And I don't just mean with money either. I'm talking give of yourself. Maybe that person, you're feeling down, you lift that other person. And it, like you said, it makes you feel better. And they might have been feeling even more down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, I really, the money part of it is, I think that's huge too, because I think sometimes people only think of money. Well, I don't have money to donate. Um, but time, your presence can be so much more important to people. Just that phone call or the card or just stopping in and letting them know you're there for them. Um, you don't have to have money to give. It definitely is not what it's all about. And honestly, what are they going to remember more anyway? Mm -hmm. When it comes right down to it, you know, you can give them your last five bucks if they need it. But if you were there with them for an hour, that's the part they're going to remember. Isn't that true? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. As we've, as we, as we have both gone through many, many tough times and many struggles and helped each other through things. Yeah. And there have always been those times when, it did. It had absolutely nothing to do with helping each other financially, right. and yet that's what's built a tribe. It's built a friendship, and it's built a a relationship that is lifelong. Yeah, and that's priceless. It is priceless. You can't put a dollar amount on that. Yeah, it's so not. true. <laughs> so true. Do you have any recommendations, Lisa? I'm kind of catching you off guard on this one, but we talked in a couple episodes back about some some books or some people that you listen to, people that inspire you. Are is there any recommendations that you have for things like that? Oh my. Um well, I, I'm a strong believer in the Bible has a lot of wisdom and guidance to offer people. Um, you know, my friend Tammy has a great podcast and blog <laughs> that is uplifting and encouraging. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> um, other than that, I'm, you know, I'm not a big self-help book person. Um, right. I... I guess there are so many people in my life that are encouraging and uplifting and I gain wisdom from, um, I think building relationships with positive people and, um, wise people are, um, of the utmost importance. Um, that's awesome. I love that. I, I think that, it's so powerful and amazing that you said that, you know, build relationship with positive people. It makes such a huge difference. Yes. No matter what you're going through in life, it, you, you surround yourself with the kind of people that are going to lift you up. You be the kind of person that lifts others up and your tribe is going to be so strong. And that just in turn makes you feel strong and you get through the hard things you turn <laughs> turn po or negative things into positive things it's 
it's a powerful thing to be there for each other. And Lisa, I just want to really acknowledge you for being such a good friend to me. I want to acknowledge you for being a person who you mentioned the word gracious, which is very uh, funny to me, not funny, haha, but funny, interesting, because I always think of you handling everything in your life with such grace. I've watched you, you know, for the listeners, I've watched her handle illnesses and losses with grace every time. And so I want to acknowledge you that for that, Lisa, and just say thank you for your friendship. And thank you for always being a person who celebrates my successes, who always um, looks at um, resolution. I love how you said resolutions to the ugliness. I, I love that you're a person who always looks for resolutions to the ugliness, whether it's in your journal or in real life. Well, I have to thank you my friend, for um, being there for my worst moments of life Um, and actually (laughs) showing me how to be present um, and what to do. Um, You were there, and for those listening, I went through divorce. Um, I lost my son in a car accident. Um, My friend Tammy um, was there. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. And prior to my experiences with that and being on the receiving end of it, I was that person that never knew what to do or what to say. And I learned from you what, oh. what to do. You're too kind and you're going to make well, me cry. <laughs> it's, it's sincere and it's true. I really appreciate that, but you have always been there for me too, through losing my sister, for, through my divorce, losing my sister, my mom, my dad, <laughs> all in four years. So yes, we've, we've created a good friendship and for those listening, go out there and be there for Absolutely. each other. You never know how, how much it's going to help you through the next it thing. It is a precious gift. Good or bad. It is a precious gift. Yes. I totally agree. All right, my friend, I believe we are out of time. And I thank you so much for being here and for your words of wisdom. It's my pleasure. And and I'm glad we finally figured out how to record (laughs) together. (laughs) Me too. Apparently, I can't have 20 apps open at the same time and make this work. (laughs) Oh, thanks so much. I appreciate it. Okay. Bye, Lisa. Thank you so much for listening to Tammy for a Change. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed making it. Please subscribe to us, Tammy for a Change podcast. Like us on Facebook at Uplift Universe. And check out our page at www.upliftuniverse.com. Let's create a community of people who are the change we wish to see in the world and lift each other up, up, up.